welcome to A Course in Miracles Daily Workbook Lessons for Regular People. I'm your host, Reverend Robin. This podcast is companion to my first one, which is A Course in Miracles for Regular People, where we read and discuss the text of A Course in Miracles. In this podcast, we read and discuss the daily workbook lessons that go with the course. I love these lessons and what they do for me and I love to discuss them with others who are on their journey to atonement. There's several ways that you can reach out to me if you'd like to chat. I'm on Twitter at ACIMFOR. I'm on Facebook at A Course in Miracles for Regular People. My email is ACIMDWLFRP. That's A Course in Miracles Daily Workbook Lessons for Regular People. ACIMDWLFRP at gmail.com or you can simply go to anchor.fm and leave a voice message and while you're there if you'd like you can make a donation to support this podcast and I'd really appreciate that now let's get started with today's lesson good morning today is lesson 161 give me your blessing Holy Son of God. Give me your blessing, Holy Son of God. Today, we practice differently and take a stand against our anger that our fears may disappear and offer room to love. So today, we take a stand against our anger in order that our fears may disappear and make room for love. Here is salvation in the simple words in which we practice with today's idea. Give me your blessing, Holy Son of God. Here is the answer to temptation which can never fail to welcome in the Christ where fear and anger had prevailed before. Here is atonement made complete. The world passed safely by and heaven now restored. Here is the answer of the voice for God. Give me your blessing, Holy Son of God. Complete abstraction is the natural condition of the mind, but part of it is now unnatural. It does not look on everything as one. It sees instead but fragments of the whole. For only thus, only in this way, could it invent the partial world that you see. The purpose of all seeing is to show you what you wish to see. All hearing but brings to your mind the sounds it wants to hear. This is how specifics were made. And now it is specifics that we must use in practicing. We give them to the Holy Spirit that he may employ them for a purpose which is different from the one we gave to them. In one of their early lessons, it said, everything I see in this room, from this window, on this street, is meaningless. Another one said, I give the meaning all the I give to these things all the meaning that they have for me.
And this is saying that when we give these things to the Holy Spirit, these specifics, that he will use them for his purpose, not the purpose that we gave to them. <coughs> Continuing. Yet, he can use but what we made to teach us from a different point of view, so we see a different use in everything. One brother is all brothers. Every mind contains all minds, for every mind is one. Such is the truth. Yet, do these thoughts make clear the meaning of creation? Do these words bring perfect clarity with them to you? <clears throat> what, what can they seem to be but empty sounds, pretty perhaps, correct in sentiment, yet fundamentally not understood nor understandable? The mind that taught itself to think specifically can no longer grasp abstraction in, in the sense that it is all-encompassing. We need to see a little that we learn a lot. It seems to be the body that we feel limits our freedom, makes us suffer, and at last puts out our life. Yet bodies are but symbols for a concrete form of fear. Fear without symbols calls for no response, for symbols can stand for the meaningless. So our bodies are symbols for a solid form of fear. And fear without symbols, there's no reason to respond to the fear without symbols. For symbols can stand for the meaningless, so it's saying that fear is meaningless. Continuing, love needs no symbols being true, but fear attaches to specifics being false. Bodies attack, but minds do not. This thought is surely reminiscent of our text where it is often emphasized. Bodies attack, but minds do not. This is the reason that bodies easily become fierce symbols. You, you have many times been urged to look beyond the body for its slight presence, for its sight presents the symbol of love's quote-unquote enemy that Christ's vision does not see. The body is the target for attack, for no one thinks that he hates a mind. Yet, what but mind directs the body to attack? What else could be the seat of fear except what thinks of fear? So the mind is where fear originates, the separated mind. And it's the separated mind that tells the body when to attack, who to attack, where to attack, why to attack. <coughs> So what else could be the seat of fear except what thinks of fear? Hate is specific. There must be a thing to be attacked. An enemy must be perceived in such a form that he can be touched and seen and heard and ultimately killed. When hatred rests on a thing, 
It calls for death as surely as God's voice proclaims that there is no death. Fear is insatiable, consuming everything its eyes behold, seeing itself in everything, compelled to turn upon itself and to destroy. He who sees a brother as a body sees him as fear's symbol, and he will attack, because what he beholds is his own fear external to himself, poised to attack and howling to unite with him again. Mistake not the intensity of rage that projected fear, that projected fear must spawn. It shrieks in wrath and claws the air in frantic hope that it can reach to its maker and devour him. This do the body's eyes behold in one whom heaven cherishes. The angels love, and God created perfect. This is his reality, and in Christ's vision is his loveliness reflected in a form so holy and so beautiful that you could scarce refrain from kneeling at his feet. Yet you will take his hand instead, for you are like him in this you are like him in the sight that sees him thus. Attack on his attack on him is enemy to you, for you will not perceive that in his hands is your salvation. Ask him but for this, and he will give it to you. Ask him for his salvation, and he will give it to you. Ask him not to symbolize your fear. Would you request that love destroy itself? Or could you have it, have it be revealed to you and set, and set you free? Today, we practice in a form we have attempted earlier. Your readiness is closer now, and you will, be, and you will come today nearer Christ's vision. If you are intent on reaching it, you will succeed today. And once you have succeeded, you will not be willing to accept the witnesses that your body's eyes call forth. What you will see will sing to you of ancient melodies that you will remember. You are not forgot in heaven. Would you not remember it? Select one brother, symbol of the rest, and ask salvation of him. See him first, as clearly as you can, that in that same form to which you are accustomed. See his face, his hands and feet, his clothing. Watch him smile and see familiar gestures which he makes so frequently. Then think of this. What you are seeing now conceals from you the sight of one who can forgive you all your sins, whose sacred hands can take away the nails which pierce your own and lift the crown of thorns which you have placed upon your bleeding head. Ask this of him that he may set you free. And this is what we're supposed to ask. Give me your blessing, holy son of God. I would behold you with the eyes of Christ and see my perfect sinlessness in you. And he will answer whom you called upon, for he will hear the voice for God in you and answer in your own. 
Behold him now, whom you have seen as merely flesh and bone, and recognize that Christ has come to you. Today's idea is your safe escape from anger and from fear. Be sure you use it instantly should you be tempted to attack a brother and perceive him in, and perceive in him the symbol of your fear. And you will see him suddenly transformed from enemy to savior, from the devil into Christ. So, whenever somebody is pushing your buttons or getting your goat, remember this and say silently to yourself, give me your blessing, Holy Son of God. I would behold you with the eyes of Christ and see my perfect sinlessness in you. Give me your blessing, Holy Son of God. I would behold you with the eyes of Christ and see my perfect sinlessness in you. Today, I wish you a day of seeing your perfect sinlessness in your worst enemy. Many blessings. Namaste.